Welcome to everyone. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. All right. We thought it would be appropriate for this one to, uh, I've got lots of questions. I've got plenty of questions. I think they're good questions. But uh, Jerry Hill is just uh, uniquely involved in uh, this working relationship with Mr. Dave Campbell. So we thought it would be appropriate to kind of double team Mr. Dave today and have Jerry and I ask uh, questions and uh, get Mr. Dave telling some stories. Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. All right, and without further ado, let us bring up our guest of honor today, man who really does need no introduction to this group. Welcome, Mr. Dave Campbell. Now, from the Alan Samuel Studios, this is the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Hi and welcome, John Morris Show on this Friday afternoon. Welcome in, glad you are with us. And uh, that goes back to our lunch with a legend three years ago. In fact, uh, it was December of uh, 2018. We were able to honor Mr. Dave Campbell with the lunch for a legend. It was terrific. We used that audio earlier in the week uh, with the passing of Mr. Dave one week ago today and his service, uh, memorial service, just today at Austin Avenue Methodist Church in Waco. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. I know uh, all, if not uh, most, if not all of you, uh, share in the loss of Mr. Dave Campbell. He had that impact on so many people around Central Texas, around Texas, really, the entire state. And um, uh, the memorial service uh, this morning, one of the speakers at the service this morning joins us now, uh, a man who would uh, would think would be uh, considered, would consider himself one of Dave's guys, and that is John McLean of the Houston Chronicle. And John, you're very kind to join us. Uh, we appreciate you being on. How are you today? John, I'm doing great. It was an honor to be invited by Dave's daughters, Becky and Julie, to speak at the funeral. It was a celebration of Dave's life, and uh, Dave was a good friend of mine, a mentor. I worked for him at the trip before I came to the Chronicle in 76, and and uh, everybody had so much respect for Dave and his amazing Emmy people who worked for him, either the Tribune Herald or on Texas Football Magazine, came back to pay their respects today at uh, he would have been embarrassed at all the great things that had been said about him. For a guy, John, who didn't want attention, he sure got a lot of attention. <laughs> and he deserves every bit of it. Isn't it amazing how uh, universally uh, everyone seems to feel the same way about Dave? And I, I'm guessing there's not that many people out there like that that are that beloved by really everyone. I've never seen uh, anyone who got the universal respect like Campbell 
And uh, I grew up, I first started reading Dave in 1960 when I was eight years old. And I told my dad I loved the Baylor Bears. And he handed me a sport to read Dave Campbell. I said, who's that? He said, he's a man that knows everything about Baylor football. And I, it took me years to figure out all the words that he used. But I did read him. And I, as I said today, John, as someone who grew up here and is a diehard sports fan, especially a football fan, but a Baylor fan, being able to read Dave Campbell and listen to Frank Fallon, who was also a friend of mine through his son Steve, was like reading the Word of God and listening to the voice of God. And the only other person I ever felt like that about was Tom Landry, and it was a privilege to know them and to know them well. And uh, and I just, you know, Waco lost an institution when Frank died, as you well know, and uh, Waco has lost another institution. Both of them, icons of Texas journalism, the uh, first class of media inducted into the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. Yeah, absolutely. Very well said. John, what would you say, what were the best things that you took from your time with Dave? Well, not to, not to get upset or take it personally when he rewrote stories he'd been assigned for Texas Football Magazine. The <laughs> first time I did one was my first year there, second year there, 1973, told me I got a story for you to write the magazine. Well, I'd never written for Texas football. I'd read it since 1960. And Dave had all the greatest writers from the state wrote for that magazine. Not not snot-nosed high school writers like me. But, I, of course, I said, okay, paid $50. At the time, I was making 110 so I was happy to make $50. And I said, okay, who do you want me to write about? He said, well, as a high school guy, linebacker, who's moved to running back, and Daryl, meaning Daryl Royal, told me he thinks his kid's got going to be something special, and he's got his eye on him. His name's Campbell. And I said, oh, that's why you want me to do it, because you're a relative of yours. He goes, nah, not quite. He said, uh, his name's Earl, and here's his coach's number, Corky Nelson. Give him a call. So I called him. I turned in the stories, first story ever appeared. Uh, on Earl in the magazine, and when it came out, I was so proud, John. Everybody told me, great job. So I got home, and I read it, and it had my name on it, and I'm like, that's not the story I turned in. And that's when I learned then, Dave, who was a great editor and a wordsmith, not just a great writer, he rewrote most of those stories in Texas Football Magazine. So I learned not to take it personally, especially when he made it one of the stories in his 25-year anniversary issue. And so one of the things I learned, edit, editing, writing, how to interview, how to be critical without being mean, I don't know if that's possible today. But Dave was so respected by everybody, and I mean everybody. And I'd, I've always, always felt such an affinity for him as a writer, as a boss, and as a man. 
John, tell our listeners uh, about the uh, ceremony, the service this morning. You know, we can call it a funeral service. We'd call it a memorial service. I like a celebration of life. And uh, I'm guessing that's that's what we got for Mr. Dave, uh, who passed away at the age of 96. Well, before the service, everybody was there early. And I saw people I hadn't seen for years. Saw some people I hadn't seen for decades. And so many of them were journalists. And when I started my speech, I asked those in the audience who had worked with Dave at the Trib or had anything to do with Texas football to please stand. Drake McLean stood. Grant Taft stood. It was, it was so impressive to look out over the church and see how many who worked for Dave. And David Barron, who were just retired from the Chronicle, who worked with the Trib as I did and was a longtime editor for Dave, uh, he spoke first, I spoke second, then family members, and it was very touching. And what got me, John, his casket had the flag on it because he was a veteran, a war hero from World War II. And, right. and it was a celebration. But at the end, when it quiet, and they played taps, and then the two soldiers went to the casket and folded it perfectly and gave it to the daughters, that's when you could hear a lot of sniffling going on. Man, that's great. That's great. You painted that picture very, very well. Uh, John, final thought. Uh, uh, Jerry Hill talked about this with us, that the, Dave made everyone feel like equals. You know, as good as he was and as great as he was at his craft, he made everybody that was around him, everybody that he worked with, that worked for him, just feel like equals. Did you feel that way for Mr. Dave? Uh, intimidated by him originally because, you know, I'd read him, like I said, since I was eight years old. And when I got in there, I'd like, I would say my knees were knocking. And Hollis Biddle, his right-hand man, who I worked with more on a day-to-day basis because Dave was so busy with Texas Football Magazine. And then, you know, Hollis told me one time, he said, you know, everybody thinks Dave puts his doesn't put his pants on one leg at a time. Well, he doesn't. He puts them both in at the same time. And it was a joke, but it made me feel better. And then when I finally got to spend some time with Dave, you're right. He knew how to put everybody at ease. Well, that's great. And I, I agree with you, and you know this, that weren't we fortunate in Central Texas to have uh, two guys the stature of Frank Fallon and Dave Campbell in the media in Central Texas, and uh, everybody that that you know not only worked with them but uh, worked for them, and then heard and wrote, wrote read them um, is a benefit, a beneficiary of all of those guys. We were all blessed, and as I tell people, you want to know now about Frank Fallon and Dave Campbell? Go to the Texas Sports Hall of Fame. They've got everything, and I knew Frank when I was in high school. Used to hang out over his house with Steve and his brothers and Frank and June. And I think about those memories a lot and, uh, and I cherish them forever. I'll take them to my grave whenever that time comes, John. Very nice. Hey man, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. It's great to visit with you and we'll see you down the road. John, thank you very much. And sick of All right.